The trifecta. Transfixed on it. It looks great. Ooh. Just let it pop. <gasps> you don't want your suit to get dirty, do Back to the courtroom. Everyone ring your mum. Everyone was going too wild. Not having any idea about gear. Hit me with it. This bloody thing, mate. Now then, thanks for joining us. This is the VHBBB podcast with me, Van Hemo. And it's Rich. <laughs> Wait, actually, Ding it sounded disappointed dong. that it's you. It's Rich. No LB. <laughs> yeah. Sans LB on the pod this week. Imagine that. The dog ate LB and his homework. <laughs> yeah. Tackling deadlines. Oh, no. He's a busy boy, that boy. Yeah, busy boy, boy. Busy boy. Um, well, were you away with him at the weekend? I was away oh, with yeah. him at the weekend, What did yes. you get up to? Uh, we were having a little text, and he said, I really fancy having a booze on a train. Oh, uh, and uh, he was like, God, I said he was going to go see Dad. And I said, OK, yeah, I'm down for a booze on a train and go see Dad. Awesome. So we went and saw Steve Bell create and had a little booze on a train. Yeah. Did you have tunes um, or was it Quiet Carriage? We just played lots of shithead. Oh, yeah. Had some salt and vinegar Pringles, mm. some fruit gums. See, if you're sharing then, Pringles, I assume you're sharing one tub. Yeah, one one schlong one tub. One pole yeah. of Pringles. Are you both shoving your hands in or are you pouring some out? Because it's not like a bag of walkers, you'd split it open. I usually do the old tip it up. To the end. Take a little wedge, okay. 10 Pringles, and then that'll be my little pile until yeah. I need to tip it up One again. of you can use the lid my... as a plate and the other one can use the topper, the paper topper pull back thing. Oh, or the joker from the... Uh, oh, the yes. I think I was rested on. So we did that. Mm-hmm. And then... We were having a little drinky poo on the train, having a f- whale of a time. Yeah. And then we were getting off in Leeds, and like we were on a four table. There was a four table opposite us, and like you, you know, you usually pay attention to like who's sitting within your close well, proximity yeah. on the train. Like you know, familiarise yourself with the faces of who sat mm-hmm. around. We get off at Leeds, last destination for the train. I look over, some lad. Is left his bloody Bluetooth headphones on the table. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, mate. I picked the headphones up because I know they're really expensive. Right. Have you already seen it? Is he off the train? Well, this is this is the thing. Like like I said, I just familiarised from being on mm-hmm. the train journey and looking left and right, getting a Pringle yeah. or getting a beer out, you sort of notice. So I sort of knew his face. Couldn't they see him anywhere. And I'm like, oh, man. Okay, let's have a little scout around. See if we can find him. And our train wasn't for another half an hour. Okay. But you were getting yeah, off we, at this same station? Like, the, the whole train's yeah. getting off. Everyone's getting off at Leeds. I do a quick Google. Headphones have got a thing in them to tell you where they are. Bloody hell. You're Googling rather than like, looking for the guy. <laughs> no, no. Like, mate, this is like 10, 10 minutes later. Right. And like, we, he's gone. Long okay. gone. But because we, me and LB were like, Drinking and chatting, we were like pretty much the last people off the carriage yeah. where he must have been like bounced straight mm-hmm. away. So we're like, okay, well, we're around for half an hour. If he's that stressed about his headphones or even realizes he's lost them, mm-hmm. he's going to see us on a map, come find us. He didn't air find us oh, on a map. No. So maybe when he checked them, <laughs> he saw his headphones were in Middlesbrough. <sighs> um, would, would it have said that on well, them? Is it, are these like AirPod things? 
Yeah, sort of like an Air. They're a different brand, but yeah, they're like an AirPod that would okay. find my. So location. where are they now? Have you still got them? Or? They're cu- they're currently residing in. Nottingham. Is there any way for him to I've, contact you at all? No, no. And I've tried no. looking on. Like I felt pretty bad, and but I thought if I just hand them into the train people, they ain't. Nah, there's nothing they can it. do either. I thought you know, being a savvy guy, I'll have a Google. There's more chance of me getting them back if they stay on my person. Yeah. Ah, well. Headphones for sale. Yeah, dhbbb.com. <laughs> but no, I, I, I was pretty good. If that was me, I would have been devastated. Oh, um, yeah. But I would have probably used a find by headphones feature. Did you put them straight to your ear and press play in case it still had a song loaded into it? I didn't think about that, no. no. Oh, there he oh. is now. Give me my headphone back, text. you bastard. <laughs> it's not him, is it? No. Unfortunately, it's not him. Headphones um, still for sale. <laughs> no offers yet. <laughs> so you could sell so, them and give the money to charity. I could do, or I can keep them on. In, I think they're still in my backpack or yeah. whatever. You know, he might have been from Nottingham. Mm-hmm. He can come and get them. I suppose know. so if he was on the train. Do you remember him getting on the train with you, or was he already on? I don't, mate. I've racked my brains to try to yeah. think, but, you know. And he was on I his was own. Busy. He wasn't with his pals. Yeah, he's on his own. Oh, dear. Condolences, my man out there. Yeah. Mm, The feature maybe not doesn't work very well on these headphones, the map thing. But anyway. But then, otherwise, hung out with Steve Bell Creates. Um, I'll let LB spin his yarn about it in more detail next week. That's absolutely fine. worked on a project with Steve Bell Creates to make a taco press. I did see a photo. Can't wait to hear more about it. That was good. I shot. I shot the BTS footage oh, did of you? a Steve Bell Creates YouTube video. I was going to say, uh, wow, he's up this production game. Yeah, I was camera. Can't wait to see that. That, that episode. Yeah. So that was you know fun. you're going to be on a train boozing every weekend now when he wants to do a new video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say that the day that the production happened, there was no boozing until it was done. <laughs> okay. uh, we were on a strict... I was on a strict shooting schedule. <laughs> there was no no booze allowed. Yeah. So that was good fun, man. Um, it was nice to get away on a train. I haven't done that in a while yeah. um, for the weekend. I mean, it was I've got a little train story, but I'll save that for a feature later on. Um, uh, so what, what have you bloody been up to then? Well, it was Bryony's birthday last week, and yeah, you know how it goes. Birthday weeks, you do lots of different things. One really good thing we did on Friday, her parents were down. They came down for a few days. Oh, nice. We went to the ice hockey. I love a bit of yeah. ice hockey. So that's that's yeah. the third match I've been to. And the Panthers have won every time. Yeah. Smashed it. So uh, it was 5 1 in the end. Great score. Lovely. Let's it's, go. Panthers. Yeah, it's just such a good event. And it wasn't, it was about 85% full. So. But the crowd was still getting into it. They had them guys up in the top corner with all the drums banging away, starting the yeah. chants. Every every twenty five seconds, a random tune's played. And I just want to th- like, what do you think it is? Do you think the guy's got a button, and when he presses that button, it plays the next song at any random point in the song until he presses next, and then it stops, and then he presses it again, and it plays yeah. the next one. Yeah, it's not like he's pre-made yeah. all these short clips. No, no. <laughs> Because it is so. bonkers. Absolutely mad. The second the ball goes out of play, hey baby, and then 
they touch cues again. Ooh. Cues, what they call ah. sticks. They touch sticks, bang, yeah. the music just cuts off. And then a guy gets sent off to the penalty box and it comes on all by my... It cuts off because they've started playing again. The other... I mean, you know you've been as well, but it's just so different to other sporting events. The interactivity with the crowd, constant raffles going on. Uh, there was a, one of the end of periods, like the halftime shows or whatever, so they had a little dancer come on, do some ice figure skating, and then it was chuck a puck. And so I, chuck a puck. I, yeah, I hadn't bought my puck. I didn't realise. And everyone lobs their puck oh, onto man. the ice, and whoever gets it closest to the mascot wins a wins yeah. a prize. I me my hairdresser told me about yeah. that last time when I got me chuck a puck. Chuck, oh, chuck have you done puck. it? Did you get a puck to chuck? No, no, no. Ah. I, I I recently switched. To a new barber, and oh. he was going to the ice hockey that Saturday, and said, "I can't. I'm looking forward to try chuck a puck." <laughs> well, I can't wait to try he it next time. Every week. There was also win the shirt off the back of any player, and this guy right. did it. And at the end, they're like, "Right, if you just come out onto the ice, and they have the little red carpet onto the ice." The guy walks out, and he's like waving hello, and then they're like, "Which player do you want?" And he just like points at one of the guys, him, <laughs> and the guy walks over, whips off his shirt, and gives it to him. It's just very strange, but a really good time was had. It's, it is a good night out. It's enjoyable. Yeah, it's not rowdy. It's just fun. It's good for all ages. Oh, right? definitely. There were kids. There were babies. There were old people. Yeah. Literally on my row, there was someone from every decade. I would say, and yeah. more. And like people like love a booze there. There's families having like nachos. Yeah, just like a like you say a full on. Oh yeah, we had fish and chips. Everyone. Sat there. <laughs> Yeah. It was good. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, um, also went for loads of other nice grubs and walk-arounds. Bryony basically said on, on the Saturday she just wanted to eat and drink and be merry, all that sort of thing. We went to Magic Garden, had a tapasy dinner, yep. went cosy club for breakfast. I had a sausage, bap, cob, roll, and pancakes as well with bacon pretty good and usually whenever i order pancakes out because i'm always like oh yeah i fancy pancakes and then i get them and i never finish them i'm always like oh god stodgy too much but these ones were just right and i ate all the all the pancakes besides that i can't remember if i said this on last week's pod it was still in my notes from last week so i don't know if i said it or not i'm really into jamaican patties oh you did not know so since glastonbury festival i was there and one night looking for food to eat I really fancy some jerk chicken, and there was a jerk chicken stall, and I went, and they said, we've run out of jerk chicken for today, but we've got loads of patties. And I was like, go on, then I'll have, a, I'll have a couple of patties. Loved them. Went back the next day a couple of times for more, and since then I've been wanting more. And I found, I mean, I've seen lots of different Caribbean, Caribbean restaurants around that look like they would do that sort of thing, but I haven't yeah. been in any yet. But I have found some frozen ones that you can buy. And they look legit with the packaging. It looks very reggae. And so far, the ones I've been buying are absolutely great. Stick them in the air really? fryer. Tasty. Lovely. So oh. so I suppose I just haven't had an, good, enough really good like homemade ones, maybe. Because even the ones at Glastonbury f- pretty much feel like they tasted the same as these. But yeah. Have you ever had a patty? Had many patties? Uh, not really. No. I don't think I suppose so. it is just like a Cornish pasty. But with yeah. Jamaican flavours and and a yellowy dough. Yeah. But apart from that, it's, it's pretty much the same, I think. But damn it, I love them. 
I love them. Did I say I put up a gate last week or I was about to put up a gate? You're about, about. Well, the gate about, about. is up and from yeah. one side it looks great because I finished painting all the front. So as you approach the gate, it's all done. Inside, yeah. I still just need to paint the back of it, but it's up. It swings nice. It's got a latch. The only thing I haven't got is a like a bolt so I can lock it. All right, yeah. At the moment. Decent swinger, is it? Oh, yeah, it's lovely. Really good. Painted it kind of a teal, green, bluey mm. green colour. Yeah. It looks quite nice next to the red brick house. Sweet. Yeah. And it's made out of pallets. The whole thing's just all reclaimed wood, and it looks decent. So, nice work. There we go, yeah, exactly. I've got a little something for you to try out. I don't know if you've done this yet. Whip up Google. I'm whipping. And type in yeah, NASA Dart. NASA, N-A-S-A, Dart, D-A-R-T. And then watch what happens. Cool. And then when you as you scroll down, that's it. The page is messed up. Um, what's the name of the spaceship? It must have popped up. Say it. Something to do with SpaceX. Mm, it's it's one of the latest things that's been up in the sky, looking at stuff, and it's crashed into a comet or something like that. And Google right. celebrated that by when you type it in, it the spaceship comes across the screen, smashes into the screen, and makes your screen go all wonky. Makes it wonky. I love that sort of thing when Googly does that. So. A second ago, I mentioned air fryers. You mentioned yourself trying to help a member of the public. I yeah. did help a member of the public this week. Okay. I was in John Lewis the other day. I was just passing okay, through. Yeah. I was using the, it as a cut through, but yeah. having a little look at stuff on the way. And I happened to pass the air fryer stage. And there was a little old lady there looking at it. And an assistant was with her chatting. And I heard her say a couple of things. And then the assistant went off. And I started chatting to the lady. She was looking at the model that I have. And I said, did you just say, uh, like, would you put the chicken in with the roast potatoes? She was like, yeah. I was like, no, no. Do the roasties in one, chicken in the other. Like, telling her a couple of different mix-ups, saying it. And I was genuinely saying it is really that good. And she said, I'm just, I don't want to use my oven anymore. We're getting rid of the oven. I was like, honestly, love, I've used my oven once this entire year for about 20 minutes. And that's it. So far, I've survived really? on just the air fryer. And it's been great. She was like, oh, wow, yeah, I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. The lady came back, and just as I was walking off, she was saying, oh, yeah, I really want to get this one. The lady said, okay, I'll, um, I'll have to put your name on the waiting list, because <laughs> you can't get one. She was like, what, even if I pay all yeah. the money right now? She was like, nope, you can put down a deposit, but you'll have to wait. And I was just like, whoa, that is mad. It is. So uh, on on the back of that, yeah. I, I know we've talked about if you swipe right on the old Android or left or whatever, and you get to that sort of terrible news page that's curated, yeah. like the most clickbaity news articles. <laughs> like from time to time, I'll have a look on there just to humour myself or wind myself yeah, up. Yeah, I don't have a specific news page I go to, so it, it's good to have that. And you can tailor it slightly yeah. by saying, stop yeah. showing me this shit. Um, and there was <clears> this, so I believe like the best ones are the Ninja, right? Yeah, like that's what I've got. Premium, yeah, premium air fryers. So this news article said something like, this air fryer from Argos rivals the Ninja and it is comes in at 120 quid or something like They're that. They're all going to say that. Right, right. Anyway, just I thought, oh, Steve-Anne's got an air fryer. I'll click on this. This could be good pod content. <laughs> and this bloody thing, mate, I Googled it. it you <clears throat> could near buy it anywhere. Whoa. Even... Even the company that make this air fryer on their website had put like an apology thing on there saying, 
we just can't make them fast Bloody enough. Bloody hell. And I think it's pretty much the same for all of them. Yeah. What about electric blankets? Is that the next thing that well, everyone's going to want to buy? Or The thing is, it's just because that it's cheaper than your oven, right? I reckon so, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty certain that's the reason. And I don't know whether that's still still a fact for you if you've got an electric oven or not. I, I, I do. Mine is an electric oven. Yeah, yeah m- mine too. But I, I don't know whether like an air fryer is more cost-effective than an electric oven or just It's, it's literally just the, the actual science, physics, facts. You're heating a big, massive space where this heats a really small space. Yeah. This does it a lot hotter, a lot quicker. It's just that. And Okay, I'm going to plead some ignorance. Mm-hmm. Because I have been offered an air fryer. I was offered one as a Christmas present. Okay. I turned it down. And to be honest, at the moment, I only turned it down for kitchen, worktop, real estate. There wasn't much room for it. Yeah, you know, maybe once we're finally moved, mm-hmm. we can install an air fryer. But what else are you cooking in it apart from chips, mate? <laughs> like Anything. My, my sort of scope of what I'm putting in it is french fries and a, or an ash brown yeah but just think of even like when you buy like your little part bake rolls you would turn on the oven just to heat a couple of them up to have with some soup or something just like just chuck them in right. there for two minutes and they're done and that's it but but okay. all other things your sausages your bacon all your meats can go in you can chicken nugs yeah of course you can oh chicken nugs come out perfect and it crispy um is and is it faster it's faster so literally like i like my frozen fries anyway or different types i buy for different occasions but generally put them in from frozen and you've got chips in seven minutes good nice cooked like perfect crispy on the outside fluffy on the middle like you want same with nugs and how many portions are you putting in one of these trays you could fit in a, you could do a three a three people yeah man in one tray yeah you? okay I, I just think it's sound and all the like i say all the little bits you put meatballs in it put skewers in it yeah, and, and Belle loves hers. I yeah. just... I have like little um, just, little pan chocolat things, frozen ones. Stick one of them in. A couple of minutes, it's done. What about like reheating something? Yeah, do that. I do that. Fun? I do curries in it. Take the grill out, put some curry in it, rice in the other one, pop it on. Because it does low temperatures as well. Like mine dehydrates and everything. So you can put it just really what low. A, what about the clean-up sit? Super What's easy. That? It is dishwasherable. And I do have a dishwasher. But I generally just dishwasher it maybe once... A week. The rest of the time, it's just okay. rinse under the tap when you're done. Easy. Wipeable. Yeah. Is it getting stinky from any other meals? Like if you cook a curry in that tray, are you no, it wipes straight off. Fragrances. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. See, the, the, yeah, like my left drawer is kind of my dedicated chip or potato product drawer, and right. I do go maybe a couple of days without washing it because it's okay. just had chips in it, you know. Yeah, and. You literally put nothing in. You no, just nothing press else. The yeah, no oils or anything. But yeah, I I did a little this bit of investigation on this mm. other one purely for podcasts. I wasn't. But you couldn't get it anyway. Like, <laughs> I, I was like, as if you, you literally, literally, you cannot buy this thing, even if you want. What it. does a company do when that's their product? Are they thinking shit? Like, well, shit. Can everyone do some overtime? Can you come in at the weekend? We need to make more. Yeah, I mean, it, as, as if like you. You're in a situation where you could be richer, but you can't meet the demand. <laughs> you are like maxed out. Like it's not a bad bad situation, but you're not capitalising on the. I now. have been in that situation working for a company, maybe more than once really? before, but one definitely a couple of years ago, uh, where Bryony worked. It was the cake decorating company, and during mm-hmm. lockdown, when everyone wants to bake cakes, they rose. They became a multi-million pound company, massive. 
And I was there working in the warehouse, literally seeing the cracks forming as the orders are piling up and piling up and the stock is running low and that's it. It got to a point where we can't send out. So you're sending out orders with two items and 10 missing items every day and then it's a constant backlog trying to catch up with that. It was turmoil. So pretty mad. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty scary, isn't it, that you can like... You can be too successful. ...accidentally <laughs> become too successful yeah. and you... It, it's actually going to do more damage. That was it. While I was there, they were having to increase warehouse size. They were like, what can we literally do to make more levels so we can have more stock in here and building mezzanines, building what's going on while they're still picking stock. It was mad. Yeah. mad. And then you're having to like send emails out, apologising, yeah. getting bad press. Oh, massive yeah. customer service issues, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. But yeah, these air fries, man. Mm. Gold dust. There we go. I'm glad I got mine when I did. And glad I could use it for this last year and tell everyone how great they are. <laughs> I feel educated. I, I, I like, like I said, I just. Well, remember last Christmas, I made that I entire Christmas roast only using the air fryer. Yeah, it's just every picture I see, he's pulling the drawer open. Lovely Frenchies <laughs> are coming out, French fries. So that's just one big thing. This is the t- top tip: shake. You can't, you can't sh- just press sh- the button sh- and yeah. walk away. You do have to. Shake, but that, you know, eight minutes. Ten to you crop. Yeah. Ten to your crop. <laughs> right, shall we uh shall we crack on with a regular feature? We'll stick we'll stick one in. How's about oh and it harks back to something what you were saying earlier. Have you seen it? First thing that I want to talk about, having seen. Okay. You spoke about being on a, a boozy train ride. Yeah. I watched a hell of a good train ride in movie form. It is Bullet Train. Ooh, bullet Train. Yeah. Brad Bradley. Now, I had watched a quick trailer for it or a teaser. So I didn't really know much yeah. about it. I thought it looks good from the teaser. Didn't really even recognize the name of the director or anything until the end of the film when I seen it quickly checked. I was like, oh, no way. It's him. Guy that made like Deadpool and. Uh, I can't remember any other ones now, but all the films, I was like, I like all these films. They're good. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Brad Pitt is just awesome. I'm a big Pitt fan. I'm up there. I like the top Hollywood A-listers, the Pitt, the Cruise, yeah. the Cage. Yeah. <laughs> they are, they're, yeah. They're up there for a reason. The trifecta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Brad Pitt, yeah, he's, he's good in this. He, he's such a cool character, the whole yeah. film. He doesn't want to use guns or something. I mean, he? they don't they don't make oh, too much of a deal out of that. It's mentioned a few times, but but yeah. it obviously makes a difference. There isn't too much gunnage. There's other stuff. Yeah. There's samurai swords. There's all manner of good beatings up. Lots of okay. lots of good fight scenes. Loads of good humor. A couple of clever little twists here and there. And just it seems like such a normal done a hundred times story. Set it all on one place. They can't escape and see what happens. It's, it's done good. It's really good. I enjoyed it. And I said that to one of my mates and he said, oh, I've heard it. It's been quite slated. But I didn't really. think that at all. I thought it was it was very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Mm. I recommend it. One thing. There's a guy in it, one of the main guys. Um, I don't know his actual name. In the film, he's called Lemon. He's quite a big actor. He's in Atlanta. Yeah. He's, he was in yeah, a hotel film as well that I liked. Um, with Jodie Foster. Uh, so him, he he's American. Like I know he's American because I've seen him in lots of stuff. But in this, he's playing an Englishman. 
he's got a little Cockney accent, and it's almost there. All right. But because I know him already, it's just not quite. And I'm like, oh, every time he spoke, he's doing a bit too much. You know what I mean, mate? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, great, great little film. Watch it. Uh, the other thing I've been watching now, this I can. I've had lots and lots of laughs from it so far. I'm about halfway through the series. Okay. I thank you, really, because you originally got me onto it. I probably would have gone to it eventually because of the hype, but you got me there first. Bo Burnham. This is Bo Burnham's, one of his TV series he made called Zack Stone is Gonna Be Famous. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah. yeah have I you have seen it? I have heard of Zack Stone. Yes, I have indeed. Man, it's really funny. It's, yeah. it's basically it's a playing a character called Zack Stone, who's no one, a nobody, no talent, but he spends his inheritance on paying a camera crew to follow him around and just try and get famous. And yeah. each episode he tries a different talent potentially to do it. And there was one where he starts a band and goes on stage, but he's saying instead of doing songs, he gets on stage and I've got 23 songs for you tonight. And they're all just little ringtones, like really short <laughs> yeah. songs, but I loved it. And he even said like, this is the future. And that's kind of what TikTok is now. It doesn't matter if you've got a whole yeah, song, yeah. you just need a good chorus to blast on tiktok for 10 seconds but the show is really good and he does little looks to the camera his humor is so good in it that i can see from inside like it's matured into inside um yeah i think it was only one series maybe it got cancelled because he was too too famous (laughs) i don't know yeah but yeah i've been watching that love it what you've been seeing so i have been seeing in all honesty tv and film not a lot I am still on with Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. That's like my weekly watch, I would say. Um, We finished Cobra Kai, which I think I mentioned last week. Just finished it. Loved it. Um, And then I've been watching a lot of YouTubes, lots of good YouTubes. Okay, cool. Um, um, I've mentioned them quite a lot on the pod previously, but uh, me, Colin and Samir. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, they reached a million subscribers on YouTube this week. That's cool. And what was so cool was they were doing a talk, a big talk. Live. Uh, I think like, yeah, live talk to like 250 or so people about being content creators on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to do a jokey thing about the fact that they haven't still, they've been doing it for 10 years and they haven't reached a million okay. subscribers yet. So that they rigged it so that they would have their number in the background. Yeah, like yeah. nine nine hundred ninety three thousand. Yeah, listen, yeah, and the fact that like we're here and like we still haven't reached a million. We've been doing everyone ring years, your mum get to follow. It's really good, and the people in the audience were t- texting pictures of them doing the talk, yeah. and it started trending on Twitter, but they didn't see it. They're doing the talk and the number behind them <laughs> is fucking going up and up and up and up. And you've seen them like the crowd was going mental as it was. And they were like, stop doing the talk and turn around. They don't reckon it was like, set up, no? No, no, 100% Ooh. man, because it's like you can see it way before like they're having technical issues even getting it on. And they're like, is this going to be a funny bit or not? Yeah. And they're just too, I think they're too genuine to... In their reaction was way too like fuck um yeah it was really good and like they were saying uh because they started the whole 
YouTube channel in their car. Oh, okay. Because, because they hadn't, their like whole story is they had nowhere with good audio. <laughs> and the best place with audio that was quiet was in one of their oh. car. So then, like, them in the future, they're back in the, they still have the first car they did from 10 years ago. And they do some videos in it every That's now cool. and again. And they were talking about how, like, they were really worried that when it actually happened, that they would just be at work or they would be asleep and woke up and have never seen it. And it would just be like, you know, like, oh, yeah, we did it. Cool. Let's crack back on with work then. But they accidentally made something like proper memorable. Did did they have to change their plans then for the night? No, they they just like everyone was going too wild (laughs) and that was the end of the talk sort of thing. It It was cool. Yeah. Um, I still need to watch the Rhett and Link video. I remember you said about that one. I've got yeah, it saved. Yeah, Rhett and Link is... I've got it ready to watch. It was really good. And they also did a really cool... Oh, what, do you know that Marquez uh, MK... The one that does HP the tech stuff. Tech yeah. chap, yeah. Uh, they just did a really good st- tour of his studio mm. in, in um, just outside New York. Sweet. And uh, it's like a million quid is warehouse Ooh. and oh my god it is so flipping chock filled with technology it's probably 10 million insurance just or more just amazing like there is multimedia companies and huge corporations that don't have as an amazing studios they do for for all essentially what appears to be a one-man YouTube that's what it channel. looks like just him in a desk yeah, but it, it really like they have a room with a like thirty thousand pound red camera yeah. Set up just to do top down. Wow. Do you know when you, you you hold the phone in front yeah. of the thing and they're like, oh, and you check these features and they've got that all set up at the end with the light in, but then it is just racks of different colored card that you can put as the back- backdrop. Then top down props that look nice top down so you can create like a little scene, quickly go in and film it. And that's just one room <laughs> dedicated to that because they keep like, essentially when I used to do it by myself, I'd set it up, film it, yeah. then go to the edit and think, ah, oh, I should have showed this feature. Then I'd have to set it oh, all up man. again, try and put it back. And he's like, when I'm, if I make it, this is the first thing I'm having permanent. Because he's just like, Constant it was camera so annoying. Setup, yeah. Ready yeah. to go. And like, yeah, it's, 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 it's fascinating. Like to, I, I guess it, an insight into what a peak of film content creation ca- can be if you're dedicated enough. Mm. Where like... I mean, like the gadget show and shit on TV doesn't have, didn't have things to that. <laughs> no, the gadget show is totally lame compared, except for that great competition. Pretty sweet, pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. but just really interesting shit. And that's, uh, yeah, I've just been watching a lot of stuff, and Carrot can continuing to do some reading. Um, yeah. yeah. You um, have you ever done any graffiti? <laughs> Wait, first of all, yes. have you got any other watches <laughs> just before? Right, no, okay. no, no, like, like I say, my my watches have been. Mainly YouTube. I've been doing a lot more uh, reading the last couple of weeks, so I've not been watching as much. Stuff. Okay, have you ever done any graffiti? Yes. What sort of thing? Like drawing a Just lamp lamp post. What have you tagged with? Spray paint, big fat marker pens. Yeah, spray paint, spray paint. What what was your tag? Just Richie Rich. Yeah. When was the last time you done <laughs> this? It sounds so fresh in your mind. Uh, when I was like sixteen, probably. Yeah. There was a period where I used to always write my band name. Well, like whatever band I was in, yeah. I'd write that in toilets across the country. Yeah. Um, but actually, just whenever I see graffiti, like especially tags around, like I don't know yeah. if you know some of the ones around town here, like Elmo. Yeah. And I see them yeah. and I just think, oh man, 
I would look like I want that. I want my tag up there so people can see it. I just don't know how to go about it. <laughs> and I've watched documentaries on people that do that sort of thing. But for a start, I wouldn't even know what to use as a tag. But just something, leaving little marks around. I know that's that's why people do it as well, isn't it? It's, you know, leaving a little mark. Yeah. I think lots lots of people are like really compelled by it. It's like addiction. Yeah. Well, that Elmo I see everywhere. It's on everything in this city. Yeah. But I saw one yesterday. It was up really high and it was really big on the side of a multi-story car park. On the edge, I was like, oh, yeah. how did he even like get around to that do that yeah it's like that have you seen that carrot that's everywhere as yeah. well there's a dude that just draws a carrot yeah man i i do think it's great to have little things like that it's it's like, it feels like an like an urban language mm. that like you can it's the same with like sticker in and all of this sort of stuff like it it is literally everywhere but it is a massive problem i i would say that you get in a lot of trouble for getting caught for doing yeah that. I did. I did yeah. used to stick them i i heart lb stickers everywhere. They were on a lot of lampposts yeah. back in the day. I think that's why a lot of them have like something obscure. Yeah. Because it's harder to figure out who it is that's doing mm. it. Because I'm fairly certain the fines are like really hefty for yeah. being caught. I mean, I love that in this city and a lot of places around now they do have dedicated places where graffiti artists can do things. But it's not so much yeah. the tagging; it- then it's they're doing like actual big designs and stuff, which I think is cool. Yeah. The, the tagging is definitely, I think, more bred from a culture of I want to put this somewhere it doesn't, but it shouldn't yeah. be, or like a space that like no one, no one else that does tagging can get to. Mm. I think is often a you thing. don't want it too easy. Even though sometimes it's like just on a bin or whatever. That's just yeah. maybe them just making their mark as well, or maybe it's a sign. If you see one on a bin, just a normal word like their tag, it means somewhere nearby. Look up. And you you got to try and yeah, find the proper hidden one. This one's too obvious. I don't know. Maybe maybe I, I'll try it, and design something on paper. I guess that's the first step. I'm not saying I'm going to do this, by the way, in case any old Bill are listening. I'm just saying. I quite fancy it. Guess you wired. Maybe I'll just do it all around the house. <laughs> see, see, let, see where Bryony figures out. Well, it's not me, so it's definitely... <laughs> Someone's sneaking in at um, me. But it it doesn't offend me. I, I I don't nothing like that. I ever like look at and think. Ugh. No. I follow a couple of people on Instagram and see the crazy places they do it, and it is great. Yeah, I think it's really. I've never I've never even used a spray can. I've sprayed stuff a colour, but I've never done a like wrote my name on a wall. It's a lot harder than. You yeah. Think. <laughs> I I get it. Um. Mm. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go, indeed. Do you want to hear a horrible story that I read in the news today? I mean, I feel like it's coming whether I want it or not. So <sighs> I was going to say, if I had time, I would have made it into a news help, but I didn't. I can try it after. You can try it on this first maybe line. It's, maybe it's for the best. <laughs> first line. Mum rushed to hospital after dog pee in mouth. Pooed. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to bring the tone of the podcast down, but it's just what happens sometimes. A mum was hospitalised after her daughter's pet dog excreted in her mouth as she slept. The unhappy episode occurred when Amanda Gomo, 51, was taking an afternoon nap and the Chihuahua Bell had a violent diarrhoea explosion in her face. It says she was wow. left needing hospital treatment after contracting a gastrointestinal infection. I've been drinking two Lucasades a day, plenty of tea and loads of water, and I'm happy to say both me and Bell are on the mend. 
So luckily, it all worked out in the end. It all worked out. But yeah, I, I saw it in the news and I thought, you know what? I have to. I have to say it. I can't. I can't not let people know that this is. You has have happened. to bring it up. It was more for LB, really. <laughs> I know he likes a little shitty giggle. So, mate, burning question on my lips that I've been thinking about a lot since last wow, week. Wow, what's that then? Have you done your homework? Me homework? Well, let's ask LB first. LB, you done your homework, mate? Mm. Insert, like, hair bale sounds. <laughs> Tumbleweed. <laughs> yeah. Hair bales, yeah, tumbleweed as well. I, I have asked about. LB to record his review. Yeah. Send over a zero kilobyte audio file. <laughs> As for myself, yes, I did my homework. So this week's movie yeah. from 1996, Six. Primal mm-hmm. Fear, starring Mr. Hamster up his ass in a toilet tube, Richard Gere, and Edward, the young Edward Norton. Yeah. Right, let me just say first... Richard Gere, okay, I'm just quickly bringing up his movie list because as far as I know, I don't, I've don't. i maybe seen him in two, three films. Pretty Women? Uh, what, Pretty Women? I've never seen Pretty Women. I've seen loads of clips yeah, but, of it, but never seen it. Never seen Runaway Bride. Never seen The Jackal. Chicago. I've seen one where he played like a corrupt cop or he was against corrupt cops. But, no, nope, I'm looking at all of these... I'm Not There, the Bob Dylan film, I've seen that. So maybe two, two films of his. So I was sceptical. Yeah, okay. I was thinking, eh, what's this gear guy going to be like? Okay, well, may- maybe before you yeah. dive into the whole plot, okay. thoughts on gear and his performance? Gear is good. He's just so natural. He, yeah. I don't know what he's like in other films, whether he's any more energetic. He's just calm in it. He was. He came across clever... He was had bravado as well in the courtroom. Uh, yeah, he was really good. He he did he carried it. He carried the movie. Yeah. Uh, when I seen that Edward Norton was in it, I was like, oh, that's going to be a lot of Edward Norton. I'll come into him later, obviously. But Gear, for not having any idea about Gear, I like him a lot. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily make me yeah. want to go and watch loads of his movies, but no. this one is good. And you did say last week that if we watch this, potentially we'd be going straight to the top. And I do want yeah. to say, it's, it's a very, very close. It, it's, it, <laughs> it's, 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 it is, it's up there. This is a good film. Okay. This is a good film. Yeah, it is so a fucking good I, movie. We can start dissecting it a bit now. Yeah, come on then. Hit me with it, Steve. Well, first of all, a little fact. Yeah, you've seen it before. No. No, I hadn't. I thought I might have, but I hadn't. Um, Edward Norton's role in it as the choir boy, altar boy, yeah. it was originally yeah. offered to Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, Linky Who turned it down because he'd only just finished Gilbert Grape and was too knackered. Right. Yeah. No way. I know, I know. So it could have been two of my favourite films back to back. Leo. Back to back. 95 and 96. Yeah. Uh, 94, 96. That's it. Anyway, okay. So, my first thoughts. It it was nicely paced. Yeah. yeah. It It... It did have remnants of um, what was the one with Harrison in? Yeah. In terms of that sort of film where it was a bit of courtroom stuff, the lawyers doing their investigative journalism sort of thing for the case. This movie's not rushing anywhere. Oh no, definitely not. Definitely not. It's 
I wouldn't say it's a, it's a slow burn. It is. But well, I think if- the first hour was very slow burn. As soon as it sort of hit the hour yeah. mark, there was a five minute period where loads of stuff happened, and it just sent the film off rocketing. So I'll get yeah. to that in a moment. Um, like the scene of the murder. Yeah, it's quite good. They didn't show too much. It just it mm. showed plenty of blood, but not too much yeah. violence. You did you did see a whole a whole hands worth of fingers get chopped off at once. That yeah. was quite cool. Um, like the bishop's rings chopped off. I can't remember. You were an old boy, or was it just me? You yeah, were as yeah. well. No, we were. Did you ever yeah, meet a bishop? Sins, yeah. Yes. Did you ever kiss his ring? No. Ah, I've kissed a bishop's ring <laughs> a couple of that. times. <laughs> back, back for a second there there's a it's a strange one because obviously i thought it potentially would have been a lot more slamming the church sort of thing yeah it didn't really it didn't really focus on it too much that was just some that mm-hmm. just happened to be what happened there was a mm-hmm. a bishop who would make his young subjects do stuff yeah, on yeah. camera nudie stuff porno as they constantly said throughout the movie referred to as yeah. porno um there was a a classic prison scene where he first goes in to visit him and it's richard gear walking through past the cells like in silence yeah. the lambs or anything and one of the inmates does a little a little lick his lips yeah. <laughs> it's just oh man all these cliches but it did remind me of something just to take out for a second when we were eating dinner the other day with bry's mum we were talking about prison for something she's been to loads of prisons Doing oh, wow. like she did a lot of uh, sort of addiction things, right? Okay. Uh, helping people, and she said the fact of all the different prisons, the layouts, but all the things you've seen from the movies, she's walked through all the different ones. So the ones like that where there's just either side here, there's either cages yeah. or doors. Sometimes she's been in the whole whole area, open bit where it's all the levels and they're all out in the open, and she's just got two guards with her. Just like bloody hell, that's all pretty mad. Um, any sort of prison situations mad in this film there's one where it's like five different cages that he's put through yeah it's yeah like, jesus um right i've, I've lost track um so, so let me just jump yeah. in then once one thing very puts it in a time and place gears coat what is with these big long coats from the 90s <laughs> that's just fashion do you know what fashion I mean? baby <laughs> yeah they're just, overcoats they're, they have to be big so they can fit so over your whole long. suit yeah, I suppose it's just if, if it's raining outside, you don't want your suit to get dirty, do you? No, I know. I'm just tra- always transfixed on it every time I watch it. <laughs> How many times have you seen it? Uh, Couple, quite right? a lot. Yeah. So I first saw it in science in secondary school, okay. was where I saw this Wow, just like on a time. on an Easter bank holiday weekend like, or something. Yeah, Chris, uh, like coming up to Christmas yeah. where you get to watch a movie. Mm. Um, I was going to say, was it for any it science was, facts mentioned in <laughs> it? And then it was quite often in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s, always on Channel 5, about 11pm. Okay. I mean, it does have that look. It doesn't have the best cinematographer in the world. It's it's just a good story. Yeah. Um, As soon as Frances McDormand popped up, I I don't know what it is about her. I just really like her. When she's in a movie, I feel at comfort, at ease. I'm like, this is good. Yeah. She's she doesn't mess around. Whatever she's doing, I believe it's a real person. And yeah, I don't know. There's something about her. I really like Frances McDormand, and she's good in this as well. Uh, I think she's like a psych psychotherapist or whatever she plays. Yeah. Um, she's like strong and calm. 
which I suppose is kind of like Richard Gere in this as well. He remains calm yeah. pretty much throughout, but he's a strong character. There's a chase on foot, like a big action 90s chase on foot. And it's a 20-year-old <laughs> getting chased by some 40-year-old men. And they're proper yeah. keeping up with him. I was just like, no way, man. He would have been long gone, surely. But the thing is, he kept falling. It was one of the clumsiest chases. It's one where as you run, you yeah. chuck something behind you, topple over a bin so the next person, and he does, he falls over it every time. It's like, come on. Even more reason they wouldn't catch him. Um, then da, 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 the five minutes that I talked about where loads of stuff happens. So one thing, he, Richard Gere tampers with evidence. He goes and steals a video cassette tape. Yeah, and he puts a label on another one so he get, can get it out. Then, when he shows the tape to his associates, there's, you know, first time they're seeing the porn. In fact, the bishop's done yeah. this crazy thing. His his assistant guy says, "Here's motive." <laughs> I just yeah. thought that was quite funny. <laughs> yeah. He he was quite a good character. I liked him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like. I, I wrote down me, myself, and Irene, just the complete switch of a character. Edward Norton's been playing yes. kind of a fidgety, quiet, really sensitive little guy, and then bang, yeah. all of a sudden he pulls up his acting pants and he is a completely different character, full on, and it's like bloody hell. And he has fooled everything. Well, till the very end, some of these movies with their lovely 90s twists, just like Presumed Innocent as well, right at the very yeah. end, a twist of, I didn't think it had actually happened, but at one point during the movie I thought, oh, I wonder if he did this, like, he yeah. could do this. I never thought he actually would. Yeah, He'd flipped it on the head and the whole time he was just playing a character. And I reckon the final scenes with Edward Norton doing that in prison with his head through the bars, admitting everything that yeah. he'd done, confessing it all yeah his acting is so bloody good i can imagine this whole yeah. career like just went from that just those scenes yeah. show that to anyone and you'd be like fucking hell stick him in a movie man give him fight club yeah. <laughs> whatever <laughs> in it. it was just so good it's i was like Tyler whoa Dern. whoa yeah i'd never really seen a movie like that at the age i watched it as well yeah and to just like live with this character for so long and then like not mm. this is who i am all... Yeah, it'd be really fucking scary. Yeah. Because he played being so vulnerable. Exactly. So good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was good. Um, all the courtroom stuff. So th- was this eventually going to get played in your courtroom cruise? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have got back to the courtroom well, cruise. Yeah, glad definitely. we got it in now. But oh, it's a really good courtroom one. Every scene during the trials, I was like, bloody hell. And they're whipping out some really good stuff because he's a top, top lawyer. And the yeah. woman that he's against... Uh, Truman's wife. She's tough as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was something Richard Gere said in it, and he did say he was joking. He was drinking at the time. He said to some guy, like, Do you ever go to Vegas to gamble? And the guy's like, yeah. And he says, Why gamble with money when you can gamble with people's lives? Talking about being a defense lawyer. Yeah. Like, that's literally what he's doing. Yeah. And I thought, Yeah. That's pretty. He did say straight after, only joking, but I don't yeah. know. I don't know if he fully was. That might be his little addiction. How do you think he dealt with being played? Um, he looked miffed off. Yeah. I think he kind of... Um, did he ex- ever expect it? Woof, woof, woof. Like I said, I had an inkling at one point. Just an idea that, of it. So he must have at some point. I don't think it ruined him. No, no. Uh, I, I think it was just like part of the game he's playing, yeah. really. But 
It was a weird thing. I don't know why in Hollywood movies they would always do it. They had to chuck in some romance stuff. And him at the end, <laughs> going up and just putting his arm around the woman and saying, dance with me. She's like, no. He's like, all you have to do is turn around. <laughs> and it's like, what? God, just leave it out. He's putting his head on her shoulder and she doesn't even look that interested, really. So I was just like, why Why even put that in there? There was no need for any romance. Woof. Yeah. It was a good movie. It was a good courtroom movie. Like Presumed Innocent, it was good that it wasn't just courtroom, it was all the backstage stuff. I don't know what yeah. you call that sort of movie. Crime, that's it. Crime thriller, I yeah. suppose, like sort of thing. But yeah, very good. I really enjoyed it. I'd give it. Will it get top place over Gilbert Grape? Uh, I think Gilbert Grape is still top for me, but this is cl- very yeah. close second. Amazing. Yeah. LB, what do you think? I, <laughs> I think for me, it's just Norton. I it just blew me away. Like the first time I watched yeah. it, and then the subsequent times I've watched it with other people that have not seen it, yeah. and to get that buzz again of like oh well, you had said last week you were like edward norton is so young in it but then putting it on i was like hey he's not that young and and actually he would have done fight club not that long after so he couldn't have been that young but he's playing a 19 year old i thought i thought yeah. you meant like he was 10 or something no i thought he just was well this is only his second movie he ever oh made. was it what was his first uh only in america okay i don't think i've seen uh, that one so na- 94 then 96 was this so he goes from this, and then he says, Every, everyone I says I love you, The People versus Harry Flint, and then the next big movie is American History yeah. X. and straight from that into Fight Club, was it? Then Rounders. Ah, oh, Rounders, I like Rounders. Yeah. Mm. So this was 96, by 99 he'd made Fight Club. But like you say, I, I think it is purely the acting chops of what he's like in it. Um, and I watched one of those, you know, like YouTube things where like, the actor sits down and then they talk about the performances yeah. they give and all of that stuff. And he said Richard Gere like helped him so much wow. in this movie. And like, so um, do you rate Richard Gere like, outside of this? Then have you seen him in I, much? A bit like you, I've not really seen him in no. much. Like the the movies I've seen him in, he's a good like he's a big name dude. Yeah, but I don't really see know much about him. Mm. Um and. Yeah, there's just some. I can't remember. There's something really interesting that the director said to him about doing the turn that was really fascinating. I can't remember what that was. Okay. I'll check it out for next week's part. Like just let it yeah, pop, like, explode. Just, just do it. Mm. Yeah, just be as evil as you can. Oh, he did. He was pushing it. Like his whole body was yeah. convulsing with it, trying to get this demon out. It was great. Really scary. <laughs> like I say, through face through the bars at the end. And all he's doing yeah. is t- like admitting to everything <laughs> with a smile, and it oh, yeah. it was like The Shining, seeing his face come through. Yeah, Here's motive. Yeah. Like you say, you can see his career trajectory yeah. is just like upwards, mm-hmm. and he doesn't really do much bad, Norton. I don't think. Yeah, The Incredible Hulk was that one that was slated but a bit. Even that, I think he's all right as Hulk. I can't as remember really. Bruce Banner. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like him. I like a bit of Mister Norton. Naughty Norton. Yeah, another film with a great twist as well. I love a 90s twist. I'll do a little twisty. Okay, well, that brings us to 1997. Woohoo! We got movies. Just before we do 97, what number was Primal Fear on the list? It was quite low, wasn't it? Uh, No, I don't think it was that low. I think it was maybe 10, was it? Okay, yeah, but it wasn't like top five. No, no, no. 
Okay. All right, for these ones, obviously we haven't got LB here. He's seen less movies. But it looks... I won't say. We can go down. Here we go. Number one, Goodwill Hunting. In Titanic. In LA line. Confidential. Only saw that recently, as oh, recommended yeah. on this podcast. Yeah, that was a recent yeah. watch. This was this year. Yeah. Princess Mononoke. Yeah. The Fifth Element. Men in Black. Two good sci-fi films. Ooh. Yeah. The Game. The Game. Is that Al Pacino? No, Michael Douglas and Sean Penn. I don't mm. think I've seen it. I don't think I, I need... Let me just get some sort of visual cons. Then it was Donnie Brasco, Devil's Advocate, Face Off, Jackie Brown, Boogie Nights, As Good As It Gets, Starship Troopers. So now the game, I don't reckon... Uh, I don't think I've seen the game. I've not seen many no. Michael Douglas films. Is is he the one... I can't remember, because Kirk Douglas, Michael Douglas, which one's in that Romance in the Stone one? Is that his dad? Yeah, this is... No, this is Michael That's Douglas. That's him, yeah. He's Romance in the Stone. Yeah. It's a David Fincher film. I've heard the name. What does David Fincher make? He makes Zodiac Killer 7, Gone Girl. Yeah. Oh, I like his films. Yeah. Right, that's what it is then, The Game. After a wealthy San Francisco banker is given an opportunity to participate in a mysterious game, his life is turned upside down as he begins to question if it might really be a concealed conspiracy to destroy him. Ooh. Ooh, currently on Netflix. Is it? Oh, get in. Yeah. We'll message LB. He'll be like, oh, I've seen it. Already done my homework. <laughs> <laughs> done it. I can't believe he's been trying to get away with watching 90s trailers to pretend like he's watched it. <laughs> 90s trailers were like such a car crash. They were just scenes from movies. Yeah, really it's very strange. This, this summer. <laughs> Well, there we go, the game. Okay, so obviously we don't have LB's score. No. So LB is the decider for where Primal Fear goes on the VHBHB. Why would you Nikes. actually put it top then, yeah? Yeah, I, I would. But only I think only because I've watched it quite a lot of times yeah. and, and maybe because I saw it closer to the 90s. Yeah. Maybe that skews my perspective on. I think still for me, it's gear. As much as, like I say, I like him, but there was there's nothing standoutish. So I can't try and visualize all that great scene with him because he doesn't do too much with his face and his body. He's he's just there carrying it. Yeah, it seems like effortless. The the courtroom stuff is great with him. It is. It is. Him getting frustrated in a chill sort of way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked him getting told off by the by the judge when they were backstage. Yeah. She like put him in line. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, LB, I hope you did your homework. Do you, do you know what? Just the most annoying thing is, I genuinely think Luke Bell would like this movie, and not only Luke, Shelby would. Yeah, like it but as surely well. she likes any of these courtroom things. Courtroom, yeah, yeah. <sighs> they would have had a lovely. Yeah, but they just like watching NFL. (laughs) (laughs) That is about it then, folks. Podcast ends here. It can all wait till next time. You can email us now then at vhbbb.com. Go on our website, vhbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbbb